When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Kids in the Hall, colon, brain candy. The, the, All right, guys. Be, no, <laughs> I cold. think we really got something here. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> All right. This movie came out in 1996. Directed by Kelly McCann? 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 McGillis. <laughs> oh. I love the career. Yeah. Uh, written by no, written by the kids in the hall. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing except, all of them are... Except... Uh, yeah, yeah, for Foley. Foley. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was weird. Everybody hated him at this point. Yeah, I don't know the whole story, but the, like, originally he was supposed to have like a larger role. And he actually was one of the writers, and then he just like... Wind up filming his stuff like contractual obligations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, starring David Foley, Bruce McCulloch, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, Scott Thompson. There's your kids. And then you have a few other people here. I don't know. Is anyone worth talking about? Um, just yeah. uh, Nicole DeBoer. Boer. Um, she was one of the groupies. Uh, just because she was on Star Trek Deep Space Nine as Esri Dax. As, and I don't know. I know I don't need to explain it to you, Jeff. No. But uh, yeah, oh, the, uh, the, there was a very funny cameo by uh, yeah. Cino Man, by a caveman. Yes, <laughs> he's a caveman. <laughs> Honorable mention. Um. Okay. Well, Scott, this is your movie. Do you think? Uh, what's your history with it? It's Alex. Jesus. Well, oh, Alex. <laughs> my history with this movie right, because it's my pick. <laughs> um, I think I caught this. I want to say I cut this randomly somewhere. Like I started to watch it. Like I caught a couple sketches of kids in the hall and I thought they were pretty funny. And then in the video store, I saw that they made a movie. It's like, holy shit, kids in the hall, brain candy. All right. So I rented it and I loved it. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's a good question or a good thing to start off with. Off with. Were you guys familiar with kids in the hall before the movie came out? Did you guys watch it, uh, you know, religiously or just what's your history with that in general? I think I'd seen most of them on HBO at that point, uh, and and I enjoyed it. Although, probably a lot of the humor was probably over my head in 1996, um, mm-hmm. or at least a good good chunk of it. But uh, yeah, no, I I did enjoy it. Um, they they have some skits that are uh, that I still remember vividly for being hilarious. So. <laughs> Never put salt in your eye. <laughs> Just the the sketch where they're on the stairs, like with the weird musical. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I they, just, they just keep singing about how they're going up a step. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Well, but yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. And then the, yeah. can you stop the world, Dad? The Bruce McCullough is like the rebellious. Ah, yeah, I love his sketches the best. Yeah. <laughs> I work at a bank. Is that fucked or what? <laughs> <laughs> For me, I had heard of uh, Kids in the Hall and I'd seen a few skits at friends' house and stuff, but I never had HBO, so this was kind of a uh... yeah. I didn't really know much about it. I remember in junior high, people going around, "I crush your head!" I go, "What the fuck are you guys talking yeah, about?" Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alex and I like personal favorite. The hey Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. On paper, it doesn't work, but once you actually like get it, yeah, when you Mark see McKinney, it, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, let me um, f- follow up question on, on that um, before we get mm-hmm. into it. Maybe it's part of somebody's list, but uh, who, do you, who do you think is kind of like the the MVP here? Not that it matters or is, is important, um, but like I, I'd have to say um, it's it's I mean, probably Mark McKinney with the but between the. Um, the analog for Lauren Michaels. Um, Are you basing it on laughs? Like who made you, which made you in general, all the characters put together made you laugh the most? Overall doing like the funniest things. The most yeomans work. Yeah. It's a tough call though. I know. Well, not, not fully, of course, because he could, he didn't want to, or he couldn't, or both. I still thought he was good in this though. Yeah, yeah, but he was, he was great. The, the awkward teenage girl is pretty funny, even though she's in a couple scenes. Uh, that's a, yeah, I don't know if you guys had thoughts on that. No, my list is McCulloch heavy because he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say McCulloch too. Okay, but I don't know. I mean, they're all like that's what the made that's what made them good. Scott Thompson had his thing. I guess yeah. Kevin mm-hmm. McDonald. Uh, he's kind of Kevin McDonald. <laughs> I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. He had probably my favorite character in the whole thing, though, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm thinking of him from Seinfeld now. With the... Uh, denim vest? Denim vest, yeah. <laughs> a Yamahama. Yeah, Yamahama. It's Fright Night. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, my history, yeah, like I said, I did... I watched the sketch show a couple times, but that's with like sleepovers and stuff, and I really don't know what's going on. And I've never seen this movie; didn't know anything about it until today. Um, Scott, yeah, what's your history with the movie itself? Uh, yeah, I think I saw it in in theaters. Um, wow. Yeah, and I, I remember recognizing uh, Brandon Fraser, probably from Encino Man, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, it's that guy from Blast of the Past. Yeah, well, I don't think that movie was out yet. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember enjoying it. I do not remember it being this dark. <laughs> There's a lot of dark oh, humor yeah. in this movie, which yeah. I didn't remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed seeing it. It's been quite some time. All right, well, let's get into it. As usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is Dave Foley, and we gave you a preview at the beginning of the podcast, but he's just a guy. <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> She's like, I think we got something here. Who are you? <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> just I love guy, that yeah. they bring him back for a second joke. He's like, oh, come on, guys. Let's go out and celebrate. <laughs> I wish they, they'd left it like on him longer when he's walking away. Like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd been funny but, uh, yeah, with the bad mustache and everything. <laughs> yeah, I think we got something here. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's my number seven as well. Um, I was uh, sad to hear that he did, he there was a rift. I never knew all this. Yeah. Dave Foley is my favorite just because of news radio. Like that's kind of where I know him more from anything is news radio. So he's that my favorite. Have- that might have been what caused the rift. The rest of the kids were like maybe jealous. They're so stuck in the hall and he's in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he's out of there. He's now a man in the hall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but for whatever reason, like, I always always liked him because of that. And so I still thought, yeah. I still thought his stuff was funny. His, you know, his main character, I forgot his name. This is Marv here. I mean, that kind of, he's, it is playing the same character, kind of. Maybe not the same character. He's dressed the same. He's a businessman uh, from the show. So <laughs> He's dressed the same. <laughs> Basically uh, the same character. Uh, yeah, but the, the some guy thing. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, there he goes. Some guy. Oh, okay, yeah. He is the some guy. And I thought, yeah, I thought, well, maybe he was at first, he was the Marv character in disguise. And he found out they had this breakthrough and he was going to tell the boss, man. That's what I kind of thought. And then I was like. <laughs> No, you can't think too hard about this show. They're all just playing yeah. different characters. And that'd be really fucked if that's if they threw that in there. So anyway, uh, Dave Foley slash some guy. It's my number seven. Scott. Okay. Uh, my number seven. Uh, was the, the the real quick 
Went off of the the queen approving the drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was such a dumb joke, but just Scott Thompson dressed up as the queen because, you know, Canadian. So technically, yeah. <laughs> the queen is the queen. Um, but yeah, just, but just the idea that she would be the one <laughs> to approve uh, drug use in, in Canada uh, was pretty hilarious. So, yeah, that's, that's my number seven. Just a quick gag. All right. Alex, number six. My number six. <laughs> this is another one-off gag, and I, <laughs> I used to quote this a lot, and I should again because I forgot about this. It's like, so what do you do? I've invented a pill yeah. that gives yeah. worms to ex-girlfriends. He used to say that all the time when we, <laughs> yeah. we worked together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a pill dude. that gives worms. To ex-girlfriends. <laughs> could, could it give uh, worms to ex-boyfriends? <laughs> this is a <laughs> for the world. <laughs> Gives worms to ex-girlfriends. You, you just don't get it here. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Scott Top. I mean, uh, Bruce McCulloch. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. All right, uh, my number six, and I thought this movie kind of started off good and then kind of dragged at the end. Uh, I was yeah. not looking for. I was not looking forward to watching this. Oh, shut up, robot! What the fuck was that? It's my robot okay. from Rocky Four. <laughs> Happy birthday! What are we nerds? <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! Um. Anyway, I thought I was not looking forward to watching this as usual, and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. but I give it a chance, and it was I was laughing and I was liking it, and then like the last thirty minutes or so, I was just kind of like, ugh, I don't know. I didn't feel like they stuck the landing, which a yeah. lot of comedies I think have that problem where they have a cool idea for mm-hmm. some jokes, and then then they're like, oh, we actually have a plot here, we kind of have to finish yeah. it. Like I think Office Space is one of the funniest movies. I still same thing at the end. It's just like, okay. So that did it somehow, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Jeff. I feel like the first 20 30 minutes, like almost everything's landing, and a lot of it was making me laugh out loud. And then in the middle, it's still funny, but not as much as the, the first like leg of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. that's when they find the coma victims for me. It's like, okay, that's yeah. when it starts slowing down. That's probably that's probably is when it happens. All right, Scott, mm-hmm. number six. Uh, number six is the I'm Gay March. Um, <laughs> that was great. All of it is, is funny, but the 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 kids high fiving at the beginning like, cracked me up. Oh, his children. <laughs> the kids I'm the gay. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's gay. Each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, just him marching down the street and people doing cartwheels and then. How it all ends kind of ignominiously, where everybody just goes back to what they're doing. Like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, the, the kids high fiving was great. One thing I was thinking of when I was watching this: so Scott Thompson's the other guy I knew from uh, the Larry Sanders show. Um, God, I mean, for the longest time, at least, what he was like the gay guy in Hollywood, right? Like that, at least that I knew of, right? It was just back in the times where. Not many people were out, so it was just yeah. weird seeing that, like, how things have changed and mm-hmm. still has room to go. But it was just like, he was the gay guy I knew <laughs> <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, the, and, there, there weren't a whole lot of, like, out and proud guys like him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, only him and Tom Cruise. <laughs> and, well, I Don't say that, we'll get sued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> now I'm never classic, too. All right, Alex, number five. <laughs> My number five is Mrs. Hurricane's patient 957's the, her happiest memory. <laughs> and yeah, folks, we mentioned this movie gets dark. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious, but this is your happiest memory? Oh my gosh, your life is fucked up, lady. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this, yeah. this is my number four. Yeah, was... Okay, then I'll let you have the whole rundown of it. But yeah, it's fucking... It's just the one, brutal, the one yeah. shot of the whole of the whole scene. is <laughs> fucking great. Dave Foley being awesome, yeah, yeah. probably channeling a lot of frustrations that he's had with the script and the rest of the yeah. cast <laughs> in that character. I heard Dad died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's an eggnog over there. And then he just goes and pours himself like a shot of whiskey. 
Yeah. All right, we gotta drive home. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. We gotta go. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> yeah. So sad. Oh, all right all right well then on to my number five was the lauren michaels stuff um we were just talking about dr evil (laughs) yeah we were just talking about this and austin powers and yeah wow see what's his face can't be getting mad there garth (laughs) there was a there was a lot of things that felt like they were verbatim um in austin powers so like the you just don't get it yeah he said like those words hurt um the yeah. outfit he's wearing at the end like there's a lot yeah, of, yeah. lot of, a lot of this a lot of coincidences a lot of coincidences here between what wind up here and what wind up in Austin Powers just saying yeah. well maybe like, Lord Michaels really says those things no, I'm a sure lot. I'm sure like he <laughs> probably sure does but <laughs> but yeah it's a little weird that's what that, I was like, saying like came out like Andy Sandberg that hurts <laughs> what's i was saying like when we did austin powers like i know you guys were saying that what's his face was upset that they stole his bit but like you get a bunch of funny people around this guy they're all gonna pick up on it and do the same thing yeah, so i don't yeah, know why his like an overtime person <laughs> yeah it's like come on these good talented people they're gonna do it this shit i think it was just the pinky thing that he was i know at. but whatever get over yourself garth why can't <laughs> i think of his name right now <laughs> oh because you're having a blank slate jeff yeah what? I don't remember that. That's Nothing a Dana Carvey movie. Blank Slate. Oh, Dana Carvey. All right. <laughs> Scott, number five. Deep cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my number five. Um, Alex already mentioned one of them. The the, the failed presentations. The uh, the guy that had the pill that gives worms ex girlfriends, but followed up by the the guy that was. Came up with stummies, but like larger stummies. And then somebody jokes like, oh, well, there's some side effects, but it's not like there's flipper babies, right? Well, there have been a few flipper babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that did make me laugh out loud. Uh, yeah. They're dragging them out. <laughs> it was only a couple of flipper babies. <laughs> <laughs> See, just the, the failed presentations, whatever, five. All right, Alex, number four. <laughs> My number four is Cisco, not to be confused with the Thong Song singer artist. Uh, Cisco, the head of marketing over at uh, what's the name of the pharmaceutical company? Roritor. Yeah, it's just fucking great. My favorite moment with him was when the the assistant to what's his face is like oh my you know my cappuccinos luke so is it lukewarm no luke skywalker you fucking inbred (laughs) and his reaction is great because everybody's laughing and then it's like he's the last one to pick up on that he actually made a joke (laughs) or everybody he was he meant that seriously like a serious insult but everybody's laughing so it kind of just goes along with it (laughs) it was just a great reaction by mcculloch I, mean, I thought that character was stupid, and I didn't like. It. I was I was waiting for like <laughs> some kind of like overall punchline, but he he takes the bird to the eye, which is funny. But <laughs> yeah, birds keep. But I was expecting like to be some, some resolution with that character, and there really wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No, he just gets a bird in the other eye. All right, uh, my number four, and I forgot. How much cross-dressing they do in Kids in the Hall. Yeah, a lot of drag. Yeah. And at first, oh, no, it didn't bug me. But I was like, why? Like, they don't do this in SNL. And I was like, well, SNL actually has women on the cast, so they don't have to do it. I don't know. Yeah. What, what Do you guys know the history with them? Like, why they did Is it because it's only four men or five guys? I think it was just they, part of the, just when they were making the skits, they, like, had women. They're, they're just doing it. Like, I, I don't know if there's, like, a specific reason for it. Um, uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I do like how... They're, they they feel like, I mean, it's there's like a lot of jokes in this movie and everything kind of moves along. But like these are like fleshed out characters. They're not just like one off jokes that they're doing when they when they do the drag. Sure, yeah. uh, which which I think you know they kind of elevates the like what they're trying to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was always like that. Um, it was. And that's why I said I forgot about that yeah. until I was watching this, and then. They all at one well, point they well, all do it, I think right? Monty, all five. Well, I think Monty Python does a lot of that too. 
But once again, there's no women that, in the right, cast. Right, right, right. As opposed so, to SNL, mm-hmm. where it's out of necessity. From, from Europe. So they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't let women act. <laughs> the, they'd, be, they'd be shut down. Yeah. yeah, with the Lord of Revels, or put any flavoring in their food. <laughs> it's drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott number four. Uh, number four is um, the. Uh, oh wait, I messed up my notes here. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, that's right. Is is like what I was talking about the lady or Mrs. Herdiker, uh the Scott Thompson old lady character. Um, <laughs> just like my favorite, my favorite line of that whole scene when when she's having her happy memory of her her son showing up with the grandkids and, and daughter in laws. The as soon as he walks in, oh sorry we're a few hours late, but you know how the kids hate old people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, which, might might be the funniest line. In, well, second funniest line in the movie. But uh, uh, yeah, that that whole sequence is just brutal. And they're, they're doing lots lots of like interesting stuff with with some of the camera work in this movie. Yeah. Like that one feels like very claustrophobic. Um, and they go back there later. They oh, I'll, I'll talk about it. But uh, they're doing like the the handheld camera um, that shot in the beginning. I'm not sure how they even did that. And they follow the taxi cab up and around and then into the music venue. Oh, um, yeah. To the suicide club. Yeah. That's a, any, anyways, my number four is the Mrs. Hurricane Cure flashback. Yeah. Are you guys going to talk about any other oh, happy wonderful. happy places? Or no? Yes. My, my number one is another happy place. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I won't say it. I'll wait. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. number three. My number three is another McCulloch character, Grievo. <laughs> Just the, the costume is phenomenal. He's got the, the overalls, but they kind of like go off to the side so you can still see his nipples yeah, and the long hair yeah. with the sideburns and everything. And the way he just walks in like a stilted manner up to the microphone. Ah, that was awesome. Fucking Grievo. They like they sound like a legitimate like grunge band. Yeah. Yeah. And like Scott was saying with the interesting camera work, I like that shot where, you know, this is before GoPros and shit were, you know, 4K and everything. And they they rigged up the the oh, camera yeah, the so that way he knocks over, over the mic yeah, that was and cool. it falls over and transitions to the next credit. That was awesome. But then at the <laughs> like towards the middle of the movie, and I loved the song where he's like I got a new song I want to play to you tonight. I wrote it in the park this afternoon. <laughs> and it's happiness pie. He's like, fuck, he's on the drug. <laughs> oh, that was great. And his new this outfit change and everything. That that whole video, Happiness Pie, was awesome. Everybody's wearing like plastic suits jumping into I feel, a I feel pie. like the plastic or so the the happiness pie was funny, but I felt like we saw some of the production value go. For that sequence really because yeah. i thought that it was era appropriate for a 90s video i mean it's parodying like it that just with fine. the plastic suits and everything like it wasn't the costumes yeah. but i i don't know i don't know no yeah because yeah, the costumes look great i mean for for the looking that they were going for like plastic fantastic whatever i guess from the 60s uh but no i thought that was i didn't well whatever what i, I thought was this is 96, right? So the early 90s was the grunge. By 96, 97, you were starting to see the more happy, uh, more music like that. So I don't know if that was a take on that or it could just be a coincidence. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Um, my number three, and this was terrible, but <laughs> I laughed. And it's when um, Chris goes to see uh, Lauren Michaels and he's talking about how we're going to make it a... Uh, over the car, yeah, a non prescription drug. You gotta think of the ghetto children. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's like, <laughs> Don't you want the ghetto children to be happy? <laughs> the ghetto children, oh, it's so oh bad. my gosh, yeah. And then just just keep going with that. And then it cuts to him being at the real party, and then they see him on camera. Like, that's kind of what you want know, flips to him being whatever, but just seeing him just at the real party, but him just standing there. But the ghetto children made me laugh. Oh, so inappropriate. 
Scott, number three. Uh, number three was the uh, speaking of Chris, um, the Kevin McDonald when he plays his dad in in his own flashback. <laughs> Jesus, was like my my dad had depression, yeah. and then this is my number two. And it's, yeah, it was so rough. dark, but so funny. The <laughs> just everything about that sequence, um, and, and the way he was touching him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like Tobias when he was sick. So uh, I'll I'll save most of it for Alex. But um, again, we go we go back to Austin Powers. That yeah, that same joke basically. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just that that whole sequence. The so I'll, I'll I'll wait on Alex before I say more. But the depressed dad. Oh, thank you, because it's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number two. Number two, yep. It's the scene. We're, let's continue with this talking about the scene. Uh, he's just... Ah, uh, uh, oh, damn it. What's his name? Chris. Chris, as a kid, just working on his bike in the front yard. Wholesome. But the, I love the way they shoot it. It's a little bit blue and everything desaturated. And his dad... <laughs> yeah, oh, Kevin McDonald as himself. Did you give the house a good cleaning? Yeah. Your old man? Yeah. yeah. And he kind of, he puts his, he doesn't have the energy to put his whole hand on his yeah, head. He just, just kind of swipes it gently. Space, yeah. yeah, swipes, not even touches his forehead, I think. Just swipes the hair in front of it. Right, it's a nose <laughs> what about the gun? Did yeah. you give the gun a good cleaning? cleaning? <laughs> like, oh my God. Just, yeah, brief, briefcase opens up on the way in. Yeah, it just spills out. <laughs> it just everything. Ah, I shot my foot. <laughs> ah, there's my other foot. <laughs> yeah. so eventually, he shot a vital organ and he died. Two hours later. <laughs> like two oh hours later. Yeah. Did you give the cat a good cleaning? I, I think out of all of them, like Kevin McDonald is the most like <laughs> able to sell <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that kind of line. What about the gun? <laughs> Did you give the gun a good cleaning? <laughs> Gives him another pat. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh my number two is during this is with the cameo with Brendan Fraser, the, the placebo tests. And they all have just acne. Uh, at first I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like they're still giving them tests? They're making them I don't know what they got. They got some aid sores here or something. What the hell's going on? And then Oh, and I was dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gained six pounds. <laughs> yeah, I know it's sugar. <laughs> yeah, I would feel so pissed off if I did one of those things now. It's the placebo test. Although maybe it's for the best. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what is he? What is he holding when he runs out? When they do the uh, yeah the gay exodus joke it's again. Just, I think he's just got a, he's got some no, kind of like, tank, a, like, aquarium. like a mouse cage. I thought it was a, a cage with a mouse. Okay. okay. I didn't see the mouse, but it looked like one of those. Mm. Yeah. Just a weird thing for him to be grabbing. Yeah. All right, Scott, number two. Uh, my number two is all all of the. I, I don't know if they were taxidermied or just fake, but all the the animals that were still supposed to be quote unquote alive. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, kept showing them the one on the wheel. It was funny, but it, you could kind of hear it making noises. And then how they, they had the monkey making noises like off screen. And then it was perfectly still, <laughs> um, the, the cats though specifically were, I was dying when the, the cat falls on his head. <laughs> And then he looks up and there's like three cats on the ceiling, perfectly still. <laughs> like, like I, I, did, I don't know if like they also had the joke or whatever, whatever the joke was supposed to be, but it was hilarious. It was just so weird. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, Kevin McDonald's reaction. <laughs> Cat! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the cats on the ceiling specifically. Uh, all right, Alex, number one. My number one is Wally the gay dad. <laughs> like his whole arc was fantastic. It's my favorite part of the movie. Uh, first, <laughs> he's seen butt ass naked in, <laughs> in his bedroom, 
masturbating the gay porn and then you hear a door slamming at first like the first time i saw this movie i don't know what the hell he was doing because he just splashes that cup of water on his face it's like is he trying to cool down or something like get get the blood from to stop flowing that's what i thought too stairs. is he just like is he gonna cool, cool it's off like, his oh it's, it's it's a shower thing it's like oh it's one of his he's working on an excuse but i love his mom or his wife comes home it's like where's your father <laughs> both the kids is like he's upstairs masturbating the gay porn <laughs> again <laughs> Comes down. Oh, I was I was just taking a shower. Yep, <laughs> your dad taking a good old shower. Yeah. Uh, then he goes to the psychiatrist, but he he's like, "How come?" I? He's like, "Cause you're gay." He's like, "How come I don't realize that?" <laughs> like the whole description is like, uh, "Were you? Uh, what was it?" It's like it's like you said you were grabbing his onto his buttocks very firmly. Well, I was afraid that he would fall. I mean, his pants were down around his ankles. <laughs> and then when he's filing out, finally out with the with the I, I'm gay march, that was awesome and uh, a tragic end, unfortunately for him. When he goes into a coma with his new boyfriend, no secrets between sailors. Yeah, I did love that line. No secrets between oh, sailors. <laughs> And the freaking, oh, man, his happy memory that he was stuck in. <laughs> that's the one I was going to bring up. Is that what you're going to talk about, that's, Scott? That's or? my number one is the, the army okay. flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, leave it, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my number one, which is a stupid little gag, but it got me good, is when they first released the pill and Dave Foley shows up with the reports. And... and I'm like, does he have a variety in his hand? I couldn't tell. And then he, yeah, yeah. he opens it up and it's drug variety and it has, it has him. And we beat penicillin. <laughs> so we kick penicillin's ass. <laughs> I just love drug variety. That Oh, I think I laughed the most over that than anything. <sighs> we beat ah, penicillin. It's a good gag. All right, Scott. Talk about your gay. Yeah, so the the army flashback. So that was <laughs> that was fantasies. that was the other character I was thinking of when I was thinking about uh, uh, Mark McKinney. You know, MVP here is the the drill sergeant. <laughs> just we're gonna do push ups. <laughs> just this whole delivery all day. You and me all, all day. day. <laughs> You're gonna be on your back. Yeah, yeah. you think that's funny? Back. You're gonna find muscles in places you didn't even know existed. <laughs> And then they cut, they cut, or they pan back, and they're like riding each other's faces. And but, but like Scott Thompson, like that that smirk that he keeps giving is hilarious. Yeah, like the the path though, so fucking funny. The you're my best man. <laughs> like they're, they're supposed to be in a war zone, and it's a bunch of dudes just like taking showers, like at, like at a gym basically, but outside well, hot dudes. Let's be yeah, clear, ripped. They're all yeah, these they're are some hunks. Yeah, um, beefcake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah beefcakes. <laughs> Mark McKinney's Jill Sergeant again is like, You're my best man. You should go over there and fuck those soldiers while we stay here and masturbate. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Just again, the look on Scott Thompson's face, so it's a little thing. And he runs off and he's like, Got the the assless army pants. <laughs> but just the, <laughs> you go there and fuck those soldiers and we'll stay here and masturbate. Oh, God. That 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 line stuck with me. Stuck with me. There. <laughs> yeah. So yep, that is nice. my number one. The army flashbacks. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it. Any honorable mentions? Um, <laughs> when oh, when they go to the party and Dave fully takes him down the elevator, in the background you can see the, the elevator is going up, but he keeps like lowering himself so he can still see out of the elevator until he's like laying on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. like the joke was supposed to be that he wasn't part of the other party either. Um, I wasn't sure on that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, just the the park bathroom, and then them doing that joke later, <laughs> like with like a clown car full of gay people, basically like <laughs> just mm-hmm. running off. Um, All yours, Captain. Yeah the uh, the rabbi was named Johnson, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> the uh, 
a couple other subtle things. Oh, well, one subtle thing. When Mrs. Herdiker, 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 um, says that she's, <laughs> she's, she's got a job part-time as a nude model. It's, it's real subtle, but you can see like Kevin McDonald like look down at her chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, did you guys stick around for the, the stinger? I did not. So at the very uh, not end this time, but I know what it is. So yeah. at the very end after the credits. Oh, oh, so sorry. Like they, they show her sad memory and it's a kid going away in the balloons. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the, I, the stinger was the mom showing up asking what happened and then her saying like, oh, I don't know. I thought I thought he went with you. And then she says something about, well, now he's going to miss the clown. Like, um, and then and then we know, nobody mentioned it, but uh, Cancer Boy. Yeah, that's my honorable mention. Uh, oh, mine too. I, I was, yeah. The, that, <laughs> oh my that gosh. Was, that, was, that was hilarious though. When he said, oh, my, my other brother's heart was born outside of his chest. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin McDonald. Is that a fact? <laughs> yeah. And then he shows up in the music video. Um, but they a little bit of uh, trivia. With the rap, hip hop, and folk category. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, Jeebus. So, I mean, that character was supposed to be a spoof on, like, celebrities cashing in on them, helping people need like that. But, uh... Right, yeah. I guess this was Paramount? Or whoever ultimately did this. But mm-hmm. at any rate, um, one of the execs, like, had, like, a sick family member, um, maybe even a kid with cancer or something, and they were like, absolutely not. You gotta take this out. And they basically fought back and said, like, no, we're keeping it in. And the exec basically like killed the marketing for the movie. Um, so just just some Hollywood stuff going on there. Um, mm-hmm. Like and the, the you know who knows it's IMDb trivia, but the like a couple of them were like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that because then we kind of hurt our chances for the movie. And then the others were like, basically no, like we we stand by it. Like it was a joke that we thought was funny. So. Mm-hmm. What does this sound bad? Maybe I don't know. That character was like the most Canadian thing ever. Just like every time that he was talking, I'm like, that sounds like the guy that listened to on the hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Something about like his Canadian came out in that one. Oh god. I feel like Miss um, Herdercure was like the only one that was like kind of sounded really Canadian. Yeah. Oh, and mm-hmm. Cancer Boy did too. Cancer Boy. Um Yeah. Although I was going to say the movie thing. So one thing I heard was that when they finished the the show, they're like, all right, well, what do other like sketch troops do? And they're like, well, Monty Python made movies every few years and that was going to be their thing. So that's why they made this. And then it bombed so bad that they didn't do anything else. And then maybe with the rift between some of the castmates. I don't know. Yeah. They probably didn't help. Yeah. And I guess before we leave, if you guys watched the new one that came out? Or I have no? not seen any of the, the new yeah, ones. Yeah, I need to watch it. Not yet. I think I'm going to go back and, and try and watch the other seasons first. But yeah, so, it doesn't matter. It's sketch comedy, so I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> I did see a small clip, but I guess the premise is they finally got their money. They made their money back from brain candy, so now they can start doing so, stuff. So, okay, spoilers. <laughs> like I, This was also part of the trivia. Um, the way that the new sketch show starts... Oh, my audio screwing up. Sorry. The way the new... Is there in the boardroom with Lauren Michaels? <laughs> is that a couple of the characters... Like a couple of them are playing characters or whatever. And they go to a yard sale and they find a copy of Brain County for dollar, Canadian dollar. And they buy it. And that one dollar is the dollar that makes them break even. Oh, and yeah. then... But also, <laughs> uh, by by breaking even, they, they lift a curse by Satan that was put on them after the series finale of the, the, the first round of kids in the hall. So pretty clever. Pretty, nice. pretty clever. All right. Well, let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on, on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what do you give this movie? Oh, I'm getting, I, I have to give it a strong five on this one. If they just stuck the landing in the third act, I think this would have been a six or even a seven, but for for right now, yeah, it lost a lot of steam in the last act, so I'm gonna give it a five. Okay, I'll give it a five as well, maybe a low five, but I definitely liked it more than I disliked it. Um, so yeah, five for me, easy. Scott, um, 
almost a six, but yes, a a, a five. Uh, basically, what you guys are saying, the you know, the jokes in the middle at the end, not not all of it landed. But you know, when it's funny, you know, it, it it's it's as funny as anything. Yeah, um, which is too bad that there there weren't like maybe a few more moments like that. That's what it really needed. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, five. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. And our crossover topic is what, Alex? Our top five movies that came from sketch comedy. This turned out to be a lot harder right. than I thought it was going to be. What's your number five? Uh, my number five, speaking of <laughs> annoying impersonations <laughs> that we did a while back, uh, but Good Burger. Oh, that's, I guess that was a Nickelodeon yeah, sketch comedy yeah, show that took up. Welcome to Good Burger, man. Take your order. I've Jeebus, barely, I don't too know much if I've ever seen a full school. version of that skit, but I definitely have not seen the movie. Me either. I have neither. But I just know Good Burger because that commercial and kids are always saying that in the voice. So there it is. All right. These guys, are, those guys have that. not got him to do anything. Keenan Thompson. I'm joking. He's on SNL now. He's like the longest running cast member now, right? Ever? Uh, did, did he did he uh, break uh, what's I'm which I'm gonna call it's Tim Meadows's record? I probably. <laughs> All right, uh, my number five. I think this counts. I'm gonna go with Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Okay. I know they did, did they comedy have... albums. I'm counting that as sketch comedy. I don't oh, know if they okay. did. Uh, if they were on sketch TV, but the comedy albums, for my purposes, I think count. Okay. So. I thought they just did movies. I didn't know they did albums or anything yeah, else. The whole that. Dave's Not Here Man. That's that's Yeah. That's from an album. Uh, he's so high he doesn't even know it's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, number five. So not strictly sketch comedy, but someone playing a character with an outline of what they want to happen. And that's uh mm-hmm. not Borat. Um actually the the movie and character that I enjoyed more was Bruno. Um all characters from the mm. Ali G show initially. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Bruno movie. I think I, I only caught parts of it because it's like, uh, I've seen Borat. He, he's doing some things in those movies that could have gotten him killed, like murdered, I should say. <laughs> and uh, I did the see guy's yeah, got some, the some massive balls. Yes. Yeah, the the fight in the octagon. Yes, yes, I the, the wrestling thing. Oh, like, my, oh god. my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that whole uh, the movie's worth it pretty much for that for that whole sequence. But um, anyways, Bruno is my number five. The the gay Austrian okay. uh, fashion reporter <laughs> model. I forget. <laughs> Alex number four. My number four, and I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I, it surprised me, but MacGruber. Did you guys happen to catch this movie? I've only movie? seen the first part of it, so I couldn't put it on my list, but I did think no. of it. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I was surprised pleasantly by how funny this movie was. And that's an SNL skit? Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I've never seen it. Or the skit. I have seen the sketches, yeah. That's funny, because I have never seen the sketches. I just saw the movie. <laughs> like, oh, this movie's pretty good. All right. Uh, my number four is Strange Brew. Yep. I... That's a good yeah, one. Okay. I, I, I yeah. don't think I've actually ever actually seen it, so I didn't put it on there. So I've heard it doesn't hold up, but I like it as a kid. It has <laughs> hockey in it. Um, but yeah, they're from, that's a skit from SCTV. So on my list, by the way, I try to keep it all different. So I only have one for yeah, same, each same. skit. Wow. True. I do not. <laughs> all right. Uh, Scott, good on you before, guys. So the only one that I think was based on skits that they'd previously done. Uh, so Monty Python there and now for something completely different um, which is hilarious and worth a watch um, if you've never seen the, the older skits um, I thought about some of the other ones 
I think these are more born out of original ideas for those movies. Yeah. Although, although mm-hmm. they're all mm-hmm. heavily based on just general, you know, sketch comedy. But uh, and now for something completely different, as my number four. Nice. You kind of ruined my number three because uh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> uh, Alex, number three. My number three is the Blues Brothers. Which, yeah, another one where I saw the movie and then I learned after the fact that it was like an SNL thing. Yeah, that's like before Way our time. back in the day. Yeah. yeah, I thought of that one too and but, I just didn't like the Blues Brothers all that much. So <laughs> it went on my list. Oh, I like that I movie. I didn't want it on my list as another car. SNL one, anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was one of those awesome. movies that was so hyped I never found why, why I would like the cult following that it gets. But maybe I'll give it another shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's a solid movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my number three is the Holy Grail. This is my Monty Python entry, and I did not think of yeah. The, it's not really based on a skit from that show, but whatever. No, it's from a sketch yeah, comedy I, group, and yeah, yeah, that works. So, all right, uh, Scott, number three, number three, and this could easily been my number one also, uh, or up as high as that. But uh, Run, Runny, Run. Oh, I thought that was going to be higher. Yeah, yeah, that's my number two. It's uh, from oh, Mister Show. I, I, um, if I had this list to do over again, maybe it would be my number one. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's. I, have, have we done that for the podcast? No, uh, I've never seen no, it. Kind of... uh, it. It has one of my favorite scene sequences in any movie ever. Uh, yeah, we've talked about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, run, Ronnie, run is a a really funny thing that kind of fell under the radar, unfortunately. That so this was. Their kids in the like the, their version of brain candy <laughs> for for Mister Show. <laughs> Is this Have you seen? Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you you go. <laughs> oh, too polite. Uh, have you seen the kind of like the uh, the sequel one off series of Mister Show on Netflix? Just called With Bob and David. Oh, I don't know that I've seen any skits from that. I think it's, I did. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I gotta rewatch it. I haven't seen it in like a couple of years now. But yeah, so that's like awesome. the traveling bring... salesman at a bar skit or something. Or am I thinking of something else? I don't remember that. The price of beef going through the be. fucking roof. It's nice to find values. <laughs> well, was it the live show? show? Like in the and like is one of the episodes showing the behind the scenes and how they did everything? It, yeah, that's with Bob and David. That's like the last episode where they did like a a making of type of thing. Right. That was awesome. Yeah, they got most of the original cast back. Yeah. For you know, three or four episodes, it's great. Do, I recommend Pucifer in it. <laughs> I don't think they have Pucifer in there. Oh, they might. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my number two is Wayne's World. I had to have one SNL one on here, and that was definitely yeah. my favorite. Um, and one probably caused a bunch of other bad SNL movies, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it, Wayne's World. So if, if we're gonna rank two. SNL movies, like it'd be Wayne's World one and two as one and two, right? <laughs> For me, it would be yeah. probably. Yeah. Unless there's some weird thing where we're not thinking of, like it is based on SNL. Or there's a couple that I haven't seen. I don't know. Maybe Superstars is funny. But, uh... Well, I would consider. <laughs> I'll take I would consider that, that most. Scott. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I would consider that more of a Lonely Island thing than an SNL thing. What the one Molly Shannon? Oh, you're, oh, superstar! I'm thinking of pop star. <laughs> yes, never, never stop, never stop. Yeah. I, saw, I thought about I that thought about some of the Andy Samberg things, but I don't think they were based on anything particular. <laughs> yeah, see that that's more of a Lonely Island thing. I can't I can't see superstar or it's Pat or was ladies yeah, man a ladies skit man. show? Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the theaters. I'm like, I saw, I saw, I saw Coneheads in the theater. Uh, oh yeah Coneheads so that was a thing I remember that being a big deal and I was like what the hell this is like from a skit that no one knows anymore <laughs> yeah we come from France oh god yeah but yeah I think you're right it's Wayne's World 1 and 2 and then the rest <laughs> and the rest alright Scott number 2 number 2 is also Wayne's World alright damn Alex, number one. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> it's still my favorite SNL movie. My favorite uh, movie based off a sketch comedy character. All right. Well, my number one is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, 
know. That's a good pull, Jeff. Damn. That's a very that is a good, good pull. Damn. Son of a bitch. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! He has character. He's on like, stage. Was it like a one-man show, or what was the... Yeah. I don't remember what it was. This theater. was like yeah, his yeah. act. Yeah, 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 some theater that he did. Okay. Pretty good. So, I mean, I think the Playhouse... Actually, I think it was called Pee-wee's Playhouse was the... Original like yes. his sketch comedy show, Stage. then he made and then the that movie, into a TV and then he made show. the children's TV show. Yeah, yeah, it's Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Scott. Number one. Uh, number one is uh, this is Spinal Tap. Is that based off of characters? The, they showed up on uh, TV and Rob Reiner's whatever it was. I forget the name of the show. We got the, I thought you were going to say The Simpsons. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my vision. Uh, nobody rocks. Yeah, I, didn't, I had no idea. Yeah, they were from a sketch comedy show. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, showed up on this thing. I think they played. But uh, yeah, and then they, they did the whole movie out of it. Cool. Nice. I learned something new every day. <laughs> All right. Any honorable mentions? Pretty tapped coming up with those five, like <laughs> yeah, no. like stuff that I wanted on last. Yeah. I'm disappointed yeah, I, that like Mad TV or In Living Color didn't really make any movies. Yeah, I was trying to think of In Living Color, and I was like, wasn't there a Fire Marshal Bill movie? But I think I just imagined that, and I wanted there to be a. Fire <laughs> just a that was just Ace Ventura. There was or a head detective, or no? <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Somebody did a head detective movie. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, sucker. It was not a skit show from a skit, no, right? No. <laughs> there, there was. Um... Ah, never mind. Yeah. Alrighty then. All right, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So you guys might. It's a little known fact that uh, one of the Cohen brothers, Stephen Cohen, uh, owns the New York Mets. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, Aside from making movies, I guess he owns uh, this uh, ball club. And he has spent reportedly a $2.4 billion in the two years since buying the Mets. And it seems like that trend isn't going to stop because he has a, they're saying, a record-breaking year for spending on a single team. Uh, already, like, more or less, that's what they're predicting for this year. So, Mets are going to come out in, like, gold-plated, like, uniforms or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. They're going to sell all kinds of merch uh, for the getting second place in the division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's cool for the Mets, but whatever. Yeah, I guess since he's so busy making movies with his brother, he's just like, just buy whatever. <laughs> yeah, Mets. Okay. That, it's a different Cohen. <laughs> not, not related. Are you sure? This guy's like a mark, uh, stock market scumbag. Yeah, one of those, one of those or douches. But, um, mm. speaking, speaking of the other... Hedge fund. The other... Ed, he's hedge fund, yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Cohen brothers, you, there is a new movie that, they're, that they've made that will be out soon. Garfield 2? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how they're going to follow up Garfield 1. Um, yeah, seriously. But I guess they got Bill Murray to come back somehow. Uh, no, they, this movie with Woody Harrelson, where he plays a disgraced uh, like basketball coach. And like, the whole premise is like the Mighty Ducks, except um, he ends up coaching like a bunch of special needs people. Because um, for whatever reason, the Coen brothers are obsessed with that. Um, it, it definitely looks more politically correct than any of their previous outings as far as like those kind of characters. Like they're actually might be treating them with respect this time around. Uh, yeah, that's good. It's not like the Johnny Knoxville movie. What the fuck? Yeah, I forget uh, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that. But uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's that's the thing that's coming. So that's what the Coen brothers are doing next. Or at least one of the Coens. Maybe it was just a Cohen brother. Yeah, Stephen Cohen. Oh, wait. Am I getting confused with the Fairly... I'm getting confused with the fucking Fairly brothers. <laughs> my bad. That's my bad. Yes. Okay. Scott knows movies as much as I know sports. Yep, it's true. 
It's time for Nim News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was, yeah. Everything I said about the the cards, I meant to apply to the fair lease. <laughs> um, wow, that would be weird if like the Coen Brothers had been the ones to make uh, like. There's something about Mary. <laughs> uh, Jesus, it's a lot bloodier. I'll tell you that. Anyway, uh, not a, a whole lot from from me this week. Um, just uh, a quick um, video game review. I picked up Fire Emblem Engage for the Switch, and it's okay. Who? Uh, I enjoyed the Yay. previous. Um, the three houses. Yes, the previous game, Fire Emblem Three Houses, a lot more. That's overall just a better game. Um, this one they, they definitely dialed up the anime back up to eleven, which is actually more par from the series. I think I think they like dialed it back for the previous game. Uh, but uh, all it said they added some quality of life stuff. But yeah, it's just like the the story and the setting. It's all it just feels like paint by numbers. Um, and some of the character designs are cool, which is you know. You have to have because there's the cast of thousands in these games. Um, mm-hmm. They all have the same face. Yeah, more or less. Um, but there's just like weird <laughs> stuff where you like have these little vignettes where you're like one character's talking to another and I'm like, oh, well, let's go do like a lap, like some laps, we'll get some exercise. But they're like dressed in like these frilly dresses and things like that. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> Anime logic. Know, like, and, then, and then they have like just the basic character stuff or like, a couple of characters are obsessed with food. Like a couple of characters are super shy. You just, yeah, there's, they're, they're definitely not uh, reinventing the wheel here. Um, but the, the, the fights are still fun. There's still that kind of grind satisfaction you get from it with all the, the level ups and the increasing of different stats and things. Um, so yeah, if you happen to be a Fire Emblem fan, which if you listen to this podcast, everybody is, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead. Otherwise, maybe wait for a sale. Uh, and with that, um, just another recommendation to to play Phasmophobia. Give that a whirl. And uh, <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah, keeping it short this week. Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, yeah, I started watching Doom Patrol. Okay, actually. Um, because I was looking for a new series to watch. I'm probably going to wait until The Last of Us is finished so I can binge that whole series. Um, so I was watching Doom Patrol, and it's really good. It's it's not an action, like, superhero story. It's more like a, a drama with some funny stuff in there every once in a while. But, yeah, it's fucked up. It's really good, good character development. This is, like, uh, when Brendan Fraser was starting to come back into the limelight. Um, right? Because I haven't heard. Yeah, so he, he was of him doing anything for so years, he did, he did this, and then he shows up. And in then Doom I Patrol. think he, he had a role on was it Session or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is like I don't know how you quantify a mm-hmm. comeback, but yeah, he uh, is well liked on that show, from what I understand. I haven't seen it. It's on HBO Max, right? Yes. So I recommend the only thing that's a little bit weird is that <laughs> it's not Brendan Fraser in the suit. He just does the voice and there's another actor in, you know, acting out everything. So sometimes the the voice, the uh, emotions aren't matched up to the body emotions. <laughs> so that takes me out of it a little bit. But hopefully, like normal people, not weirdos like me, will, uh, will won't notice it. But it's still a very good, very enjoyable show. So I recommend. Uh, aside from that, I'm still playing Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight. Uh, it's still, man, for an old game, a lot of it still holds up. Not, <laughs> well, see, the, the level design, I got to say, it's very confusing. But if you just, you know, want to go from point A to point B, it's pretty good. But if you happen to miss a key or miss something that you need to progress... Going back is a pain in the ass 
because it's a bit of a maze trying to find what you missed. And then after that, moving forward is another pain in the ass. It's just like, okay, where the fuck was I? <laughs> oh my gosh, I missed a blue key like at the start of one level, or I missed tagging, you know, a sprite because they all look the same to open like a force field somewhere. And that that level was awful. Um, and now I'm stuck in a part that I don't know what to do, so I'll probably watch uh, a YouTube video about what the fuck I'm supposed to do next. But oh, I think I'm at the end of the game. But yeah, I recommend. You got like three bucks. Go on uh, good old games. <laughs> Get it. Gog. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Gog, I said. I, I played that shit 20 years ago. I don't need to play it again. It was hard right there. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope, that's it. Um, Just a couple things. Continuing to watch The Last of Us. Really enjoying it. Um, So recommend that. Although it's it's zombie movie, so, you know, people make decisions that are questionable sometimes. But other than that... (laughs) um, Let's just go hide behind the chainsaws. (laughs) Yeah, I love that commercial. Uh, The other thing is I watched You People... Uh, that's a oh yeah, I saw like yeah the little Netflix preview on that one. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Yeah, I mean that that concept's yeah. definitely been done before, but not not great. Yeah, I was so I just saw Jonah Hill and so Laura asked, "You want to watch that movie with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill?" I'm like, "Yeah, sounds funny." Not that funny. It's no. a romantic. It's a rom com with more rom than com and more social discussions that come and mm, it's, like just, it's a bit too serious heavy-handed i mean it's not too heavy-handed but it's more mm. than i was i guess my expectations were like sweet i haven't seen eddie murphy since we just did trading places the <laughs> other day like it's not that eddie murphy and it's not <laughs> super bad jonah hill right so that's what you expect me don't expect that mm. um but yeah it's i mean it's got a good cast not only those two it's got julia louis dreyfus um Oh, I already forgot now. But there's a bunch and of the people. rest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just remember because he she plays Jonah Hill's mom. Uh, I don't know the girl. I didn't. I didn't know. I don't know who she was. Lauren London. She looked familiar, but I didn't know who she was. But anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, David Duchovny plays his dad. Elliot Gould. I think. Oh, there's a bunch of uncle. There's Mike Epps. There's Rhea Perlman. Um, wow. But yeah, she's barely in it. Uh, same with Elliot Gould. But um, yeah, it's, it was whatever. And yeah, I think that's it. I've been watching videos of the new Super Mario Land or Super Nintendo Land at Universal. Oh, yeah, fucking jealous. It looks cool, but it looks like it's like an hour and I'm out. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's, 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 it looks very Toontown-ish. And just it's yeah. small and just a lot of noise. People interacting and making coins go, which would be cool at first. And then you're like, all right, I'm over it. Yeah. Then you pop over to Moe's and have a beer. Have yeah. A duff. I mean, I think that's what I would do. Yeah. Do they- and it's weird. They call it Super Nintendo Land, but it's just, from what I can see, it's just Mario stuff. Like, I didn't see Donkey Kong, Zelda. Just leaving it open for the future. I guess, but it's pretty small. I mean, it'll probably be awesome in Florida or if they ever put it over there, but yeah, such limited space in Hollywood that I don't mm-hmm. know what they're going to do. But And the ride, I guess, is augmented reality. It's the Mario Kart ride, and it's like a dark ride, but with augmented reality. I don't know. It didn't look that cool. great to me, but um, we'll see. Yeah, and Alex, you didn't go on the new one at Disneyland, right? The Mickey. No, I haven't gone there because I I love those cartoons. So (laughs) if the ride is half as fun as the cartoons are, (laughs) I'm in in for a treat. It's not actually open to the public yet, or no? It just opened, I think, last Friday. Or just I, I know some other people that that. Oh, good. Nintendo isn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Nintendo hasn't opened up yet. Mickey has. Oh, okay, that's officially open now. Okay. Sorry, two different things. That's what yeah. I was asking about. Yeah, it was the Mickey thing. Okay. Yeah, Super Nintendo. I think they're doing like AP. Like at first, it was cast members, and then it was pass holders, and I don't know what it's to the everybody. I I heard that for cast members that they were doing this thing where it wasn't open to all cast members, where you had to like put in for it and then win the chance to do it. 
Jeebus. I mean, that's probably the the first round, right? You don't just open it up to everybody. You open it up to like a few hundred people. I mean, I, I, you... I mean that makes sense, Jeff. But I, I wonder, like, given like other things I've heard over the last few years, like, like if that's par for the course now. It's just nickel and diamond the <laughs> employee perks, as it were. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong Could've about been. that, but yeah. I I would just think like with any kind of testing, you don't stress it out with, right. well, you know, I you don't go to beta well, until you've like done. The, I mean, not... Yeah, you have the Goombas eating people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just it. Yeah. I don't know. When, when Star Wars <laughs> Land opened up, did they even, I know they, I'm sure they had some cast member preview, but it wasn't like a, I don't know, so much different. That's that media, that property. They didn't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything. I don't know. I think they had already had like interviews and maybe some previews when the cast members started rolling in for Star Wars Land. Yeah. I want to say that they discouraged cell phone use. I think I don't. I want to say that when I went, I got lucky enough to go on the preview of it. Um, I don't think they took my phone, but they asked us to turn it off, and they gave us other cell phones to test out like some of the scanning things around the park, around the land. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never been to one of those places where you had to turn in your phone. Um, Dustin, he went to the Honda Center to see, uh, it was Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, which just sounds like it'd be an awesome night. And yeah, yeah you, had to, you had to check your, put your phone in a bag at something and then you get it when you leave. And he said it was a pain in the butt because there was like two stations for this. Ugh. So Ugh. when the thing was over and then it's like, Jesus <laughs> age. Yeah, so I, mean, yeah, I just didn't bring, bring my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I said. He goes, yeah, but your tickets are on your phone. It's all it's paperless tickets. Uh, so. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? That's bad. Yeah, just take the battery. I'll buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's all I got. All right. Sounds like we're good to wrap it up. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.